0: Welcome to Breaking the Cycle of Poverty featuring Jay Height, Executive Director of Shepherd Community Center in Indianapolis. On this episode, we are continuing our conversation about the 10 assets that Shepherd's leadership has identified as essential for a person to leave poverty behind permanently. Today we'll talk about the importance of being able to advocate for yourself as well as the need to understand and function in the mainstream culture uh jay this may may sound obvious but why is learning to become your own advocate essential to breaking free of poverty
1: many times those in poverty when they have pushed back they get a strong response maybe you remember tim uh as a kid you didn't question your parents right because what we were told huh, because i told you so. so yes yeah why well well for many of our neighbors, they've been told the same thing because we're in power, we told you so. And so when you push back or question or advocate for yourself, th- th- you're punished. Yeah. And so we have to help our neighbors understand there's a respectful way to do it, right? Yes. There, And it's important. And so sometimes when you're told no, you can say, yeah, but, okay, but, well, that's not always in their mentality. And so we wanna help and, and if you told me, hey Jay, uh, we don't have that medicine and I'm at the pharmacy, I could go home. Or I could say, but do you have something else? Or could I call my doctor and see? I'm, I'm gonna figure it out and, and do the the workarounds that uh, are are necessary. And so it's helping our neighbors, one, believe in themselves, to advocate for themselves, to believe in themselves that the, it's okay to question.
0: What we're kind of talking about is
1: perseverance. It is. It is that idea that I have to keep going. Even though there's a roadblock here, I don't stop. Yes. Um, my colleague, Tim Street here, talks about the young lady who was at uh Kentucky State University and they said you don't have enough money and so she's like I'm coming home and they're like no you're not and <laughs> what are we going to do to and here's what you need to do and here are the people you go talk to uh, but so many times the students that we work with will be told something the, the families will be told something and they just say okay that's my only option and we want them to understand they need to keep pushing they need to have, as you said, that perseverance to say, okay, I've got a roadblock here, but I'm going to work around that and keep going.
0: So how, do, how does Shepherd help somebody to learn to be their own advocate? Well, first, I think it's important
1: for them to understand who they are. They're, they have the thumbprints of their Creator all over them, Yes, that they're beautifully and wonderfully made. And when we understand that, when we understand that we are God's creation, and then god doesn't make mistakes and uh this the, the, then we begin to embrace our specialness because of who he is and and we can say you know what that that's it's okay for me to to ask why. It's okay for me to keep pushing when my child needs to see the doctor and they tell me there's no appointments. Well, where could I go? Who else could I call? My child, you know, has is crying and holding their ear. What do we do? I guarantee you as a grandfather if one of my grandkids are with me or my wife and and we need to take them to the doctor. And we call and they say, there's no appointments. We're going to find something. Yes. We're not going to keep that kid crying. And we want our neighbors to know and understand that they can have that same drive. That just because one person says no doesn't mean the whole the answer is
0: totally no. Yeah. Let's shift the conversation a little bit to something I think is very much related, and that's, that's understanding and being able to function in the dominant, the mainstream culture. Now, as Christians, we you know, often look at the mainstream culture as you know, something that we, 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 we are skeptical of, I think, to say. and, and uh, But at the same time, we have to function in that culture. Um, why is it so important for somebody to understand and be able to function in our society in general?
1: Well, there are all kinds of unwritten rules.
0: Yes. Things that we
1: maybe inherently have learned because of our upbringing, the uniqueness of our situation, that other folks haven't uh, learned those things. And so then it begins to create uh, difficulties for you because you don't know the unwritten rules, right? Yes. Uh, when I was in uh, the country of Ukraine many years ago, and I was talking to someone, my translator grabbed me and said, you never put your hands in your pockets. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yes. And I had my hands in my pocket. I'm always fidgeting. And, and he said, you don't do that. That, that. Due to their history, there's some rules. You don't do that. Right. Well, then I, uh, I'm at a church on Sunday morning and I'm up front. And, and so I do something that I often do. I cross my legs. And I see my translator about having a heart attack and motioning for me to put my legs down because you never show someone the bottom of your foot. Uh It's a cultural thing of disrespect. Well, I guarantee you, I wrote the book of everything not to do in my time and how disrespectful I was. You know, one of the things this person asked me, they said, what do you think? I told them what I thought. You ask me what I thought. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yes. But culturally, what I should have said is, "Well, tell me what you think." They're being respectful, but to be respectful back, I would ask the same question. Yes. And instead, I spoke. <laughs> and uh, you know, I I probably can relate very much to Peter. I'm sticking my foot in my mouth a lot. And um, <sighs> they said, "You're an arrogant American." Mm. You think you have all the answers. Yes. And I apologized and I learned a lesson. But there are unwritten rules that culturally people have. What what are some of
0: those cultural norms, unwritten rules that trip up our neighbors? Well,
1: I think there's... Uh, you know, one of them is if if you call and someone says no, you're it's okay to say what else could I do? What are the other options? Yes, uh, to not take no as the final answer. I think that's one of them. I think a lot of times in the um, uh, in the power structure of our world, uh, people will tell our neighbors, "You need to trust. You just need to trust the system." but the system has never trusted them. Right. The sister. And and so it's this idea of how do you model that? uh, How to make sure you, uh, everything from how do we show respect to people in authority uh, to how do we advocate in the school system and, uh, and how not to, to do some of those things that you don't go in and, you know, start yelling. And, and, and the fact is, This person who you're yelling at had nothing to do with the circumstances that you're with. So you don't have to yell, and you don't have to yell at this person. Um, And that when we're frustrated, I think one of the lessons I had to learn was you walk away, right?
0: Yes. Yes. How does Shepherd help neighbors learn to understand and, and function in our culture here in Indianapolis and in the broader American society? Well, I think one of the things I think we do is with the college students, we don't tell them or
1: we don't do for them what they could do for our adults. We don't, we instruct them how and we'll, uh, you know, we talk about being paracletes, the Greek word for the Holy Spirit, the one who comes alongside to help carry the load. I'm not here to do it for you. Because then all I've done is do it. But if I come alongside and help you accomplish it, you celebrate the success and its strength beside. And we want to be the paraclete, the strength beside to help our neighbors be able to celebrate um, what they've been able to do. It's one of the things that we do at Christmas where we allow parents to shop for their kids. Instead of us getting them gifts, we're letting the parents provide for them and reaffirm the role of the parents. You know, one of the things that we've done for years, when we get tickets to a Pacers game, tickets to a Colts game, one time we used to get tickets and I would take uh, students, and finally one of the dads says, I wish I could take my kid. To the game, yes. and so now we give them to families, and we help them have parking, and we help them make sure that they have money to buy something, right. uh, to eat and drink while they're there.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. So an, an increasing number of people in Indiana and really throughout the country uh, come from other cultures, other countries. They have their own traditions and and norms. Um, and, and Shepherd's neighbors certainly have a diverse set of experiences. How how do you help someone uh, from a different culture? to understand the social norms and expectations here without erasing their own experiences and and heritage?
1: I think first we
0: have to honor their heritage. Yes. and so it means I'm
1: asking more questions tell me about that tell me how you would handle in your culture Tim how would you do such and such and so I'm asking questions and hearing and then I'm able to say have you thought of possibly doing I don't say this is what you do and this is what you don't do you know none of us like the rules right sure uh, none of us like the first day of school and say okay in class you can't do this you could do this you know I responded better to that teacher who says, this is going to be a fun year. We're going to learn. Well, that's what I want to do. I want to learn from my neighbors. And then on that journey of learning from them, I hope that I can help them learn as well. It's a mutual trip for us, a mutual journey. Yes, Sounds like it starts with respect, respect, and trust. We have to say to our neighbors, you can trust, but we also have to trust them and, and demonstrate that trust.
0: Great. Thank you, Jay. Uh, For 37 years, Shepherd Community has made a lasting difference in the lives of thousands and thousands of neighbors, and the Shepherd team couldn't do that without the support of donors, partners, and volunteers. To learn more about how you can help, please visit shepherdcommunity.org. Thank you for listening. Thanks.